Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of I've Got Time. I'm Cherry. And I'm Shakayla. <laughs> <laughs> what are we saying? Thanks for coming back. Uh, really appreciate you guys. Go ahead, follow, subscribe, do all that nice stuff that you should have already done. But if you're new here, I mean, go ahead, do it, take care of that. Yeah, follow us on Instagram at I've Got Time Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at I've Got Time Pod. And we're also on TikTok now. So you can catch our clips of the show if you're interested in like actually seeing us. And you we're know, pretty hot. I mean, yeah, we got what it takes. Yeah. Also, hit us up in our DMs. Like, give us a comment down below. Send us a message. We love to hear from you guys with your thoughts on the show, any specific topics you guys want to hear from us. I've got time. Hey. What's up, girl? How you doing? I'm alright, you know. I'm not feeling as cute today, but I know I'm still a baddie, so I'm gonna make it out. Yeah. We definitely all had those days. I feel like, I don't know what it is, something about the springtime, like transitioning from like winter to spring, it kind of have you in your feels about your looks and stuff. Like, I don't know if any of y'all can relate to that, but it just be like the changes of your actual clothes that you wear and the vibe that you're giving off, it just make you feel a little insecure. Questioning everything. Like, why do I even have these pants? You know, how you feeling? I feel all right. I'm honestly really fucking tired. Like Mm. it's been a crazy week and the week's not even, I mean, we barely halfway through it. So yeah, um, my kids are here this week for spring break, which is amazing because I miss them so much. I literally cry for them like every day that I miss them. So I'm glad that they're here and I can't wait until they're back all the time, but it has been an adjustment, I think, for both of us because um, we haven't, they haven't been here in like six months, so yeah. it's been like, we went to go see them, well, for Thanksgiving, we all went to go see my family in Ohio, and then for Christmas, we went to Illinois to have our uh, co-parents <laughs> Christmas, which was interesting but it was also a blessing yeah yeah and um yeah so the kids haven't been here in a while and you know we've got to relish in the silence of what it is to not have kids the a million and one questions and it's an adjustment on your mental health (laughs) fights oh yeah the fights for sure the snacks (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah So I'm feeling a lot of things, but overall, I'm good. I'm healthy. I'm happy to be here today. And I feel like we are right on time with this subject. So what are we talking about? Well, today we're talking about working hard versus overworking. Mm. (laughs) This topic stresses me out, bro. Like. Because I know I'm guilty, so it's like, when we talk about this, it's a moment of self-reflection for me. Mm-hmm. 
though. I'll let you say your things first. Well, first of all, let's define working hard and let's define overworking. Okay. I feel like working hard really is doing your best. It's like putting your best effort into whatever it is that you're doing, whether it is career, family, in your personal relationships. If you feel like you're doing your best that day, then you did a good job. You worked hard that day. You put in the most effort that you could without it being taxing on your mental, physical, or emotional health. Yeah. But overworking, I feel like that kind of puts us in the mindset of feeling like Things have to be completed, like it can't wait, or just anything that's more strenuous on you than what you have to give. Like, that's over your capacity of energy level. Like, I ain't got it, but I'm going to give it anyways. Yeah. I feel like it's a thin line between, like, working overtime and... Working and allowing your work to get in the way of other things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that I had to be hyper-conscious of, especially this week. Like, I'm in school full-time, so there's a certain level of priority I need to have for that. And then just feeling like I want to spend as much time as possible as I can with the kids because they're here. But then also being mindful that there is certain things for work that I need to get done. Like we both have our own businesses, which our content kind of works for itself. But at the same time, if we want to stay relevant or, you know, as we we want to continue to build not only our brands, but our communities, then we do have to be posting a certain amount of content within a week or even a day span. So there's like that extra pressure on me, like, oh, I have to get all these things done. And I think what is like healthy amount of work is having balance in all of those things, like really finding the prioritize how it is that you're going to do all those things together. Yeah. It's a lot. I feel like I don't think I ever overwork, but I also feel like I always feel like I'm not working hard enough. Mm -hmm. I think that's more of another issue, (laughs) but yeah, I don't know. It's like everything seems like it should be for work or I should be working in every moment to get where I want to be. Especially like, I don't know, that's what all the billionaires and millionaires tell you, you know, do what you got to do and work and, you know, kill yourself. Like Kim K. It's like nobody wants to work anymore. (laughs) Like get your ass up and work. So true. (laughs) You know what? Um, I think that there's several like olive branches to why we have these feelings. A lot of it is society societal pressures like I think now more than ever it's popular to be um a CEO have your own business and there's always those people out there like Diddy or random people on social media accounts like 
I worked hard every single day. I was in the streets hustling. I was doing this. I was doing that so that I can get to where I am today. And we're at a point now where we're able to prioritize our mental health. I think a lot of people are realizing even if they work a nine to five job, like setting boundaries is super necessary. Because one thing the pandemic taught us was that we deserve a break. That what we was doing was probably a whole lot of too much. And those societal pressures, like for me personally, can can kind of make me feel inadequate sometimes. And then just like my own personal issues, you know what I'm saying? Like a nigga really should be in therapy because it makes me feel like if I'm not doing all this work, then I just feel like less than or like I'm never going to escape like what it is that I'm going through or even I guess having like PTSD like I don't ever want to go back to how it was when I was a kid I'm like getting so emotional you need tissue no I'm good let it out girl that's what we're here for I'm not crying on a be vulnerable and transparent that's what the people want you know yeah but you know I think What I'm really just trying to say is there's a lot of deeper meaning behind all that. And um, a lot of us, we have like money issues. And it's not because we even have money problems. It's because um, we need root chakra healing. Like at the end of the day period, it's like a lot of fear surrounding like, will we have enough? Will we have what we want in the future? And Really, the only thing you can do is be present in this moment and say, if I did my best today, then I'm not going to lose any sleep tonight. Like, just always putting your best effort forward. But I for sure think there's, like, a lot of, like, existential things that go into us feeling, like, shitty if we're not completing a certain amount of work. Yeah. And also, like, don't keep raising the bar for what your best is, especially when you're, like, just starting something like if you're learning something new I feel like I'd be doing that like just because I did something one time I feel like I should do more the next time Mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily true it's like I should do it better than I did the first time because I've already done it but that doesn't mean I should be stressing myself out about it yeah that's a fact yeah (laughs) you having a moment of reflection right now for sure I was like preparing you know mentally to have this conversation and it was like yeah I'm like really guilty Cherry knows more than anybody and even any of my friends that have worked with me in the past it's like I almost put pressure on the people around me because I feel like if I'm working this hard you need to do something. You need to make some shit shake. I need to see the level of commitment of what you have. And I'm really starting to learn that, like, consistency is better than, like, just feeling like I have to constantly be a machine. So, like, if I can commit to, like, with YouTube, I don't stress about YouTube no more because I committed to two uploads a week. And even if I don't do that, I know that it was that was just what was meant to be on my channel for this week is that one message or something. Um, but even with TikTok, I'll be like, yeah, I'll post when I feel like it. And I have faith in my content that is good enough that even when I'm not like constantly putting out more videos that people are still checking out my old content, which is a fact. 
If I don't get on TikTok for three days, I'm still going to open it up and there's still going to be interaction with my content because it's good. Yeah, talk your shit. But it's it's like one moment you feel that way and the next moment you feel like it's not enough, you know? Yeah, like, oh, I need to be doing some more. I need to be recording right now. Ah! Yeah. 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 I feel like that all the time. Like, if I'm sitting down and relaxing, which is what I should be doing, then I'm like, I shouldn't be relaxing right now. I should be doing something to, like, push my brand forward or... Yeah. Doing something on the website that doesn't need to be done. Like, uh, yeah. One of my friends told me this before, and she was just like, you know, if you can tell yourself that you are really literally doing everything you possibly can at this moment with the tools that you have to, you know, push your brand forward or whatever it is you're trying to do, like whether you're trying to grow your social media platforms or even if you work like a regular job and you're like trying to work to that next promotion. If you're literally already doing everything you possibly can, then that's where it stops as far as if you're going to be stressed out about it or not, because you can say within yourself like, oh, yeah, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm not like about to shit on myself basically for not doing more especially when you working for somebody else like not i'm not saying anything against anybody that chooses to work in a corporate environment or even work for somebody else because everybody is not cut out to be a 24 hour seven days a week self-employed person like it's a lot it's a huge commitment to yourself to your family and there's even more stress that comes with that because you're not getting w2 you're not getting a paycheck every two weeks it's not based off of if I go to work these amount of hours, I know I'm going to get paid this much. It's a lot of grind culture behind it. And everybody don't want to deal with that. Everybody not meant to deal with that. But if you do work in a nine to five environment, it's really important for you to think about your needs first over the needs of the company, because something could happen to you today or tomorrow, and they're going to replace you just like that. That's a fact. You have to put yourself first. Every day I wake up in the morning and I ask myself, what do I need? How can I support myself through that? And sometimes I need a day of rest. Sometimes I just have to tell myself, like, you know, you're going to have to put in some minimal amount of work today and trust that the other work that you put in is good enough from yesterday. And um, I'm still learning how to go to sleep at night and not think, oh, I got so many things to do the next day. Writing lists has been super helpful I just like learned like a new technique in one of my classes called a mind map. Have you ever heard of that? I think I heard of it. I was like kind of listening when you were doing <laughs> it. It sounds like a brainstorm. Yeah, that's what it pretty much is. So it's like when you just take one bubble and say the one bubble is my task for this week or something. And then I would separate the task into my different social media platforms if that's what I was trying to do for that mind map. And then so I could put, you know, Twitter, TikTok, or even I could separate it into our different projects. Like I've Got Time or The Baby Brood or, you know, Manifesting with Karmic Side Gal. And then I'll even make a further list down that branching off from each thing of what it is that I need to complete. And then prioritizing those tasks based off of what's really important or what's just 
something that I'm making plans to do because in reality all of that shit can wait like for real like asking yourself if I have to make a choice if I feel confused or I don't know what to do next the first thing I'm going to do is choose my mental health so I need to ask myself what do I need right now to feel mentally stable take a nap (laughs) that's my number one go to like you know yeah i love to sleep on it and wake up it's like (laughs) i mean i don't know if any of y'all is out here like i don't even call it conspiracy theories at this point because all of this stuff is very much real people just be like choosing not to look more into what's going on on a daily basis but i tell i'll be like i could be fine and then if i start feeling like desperately tired out of nowhere for no reason like if I haven't been in no like circumstances where I should be tired I'm like oh that's my spirit team telling me they're trying to like perform a surgery on me the other night I was like oh um I think they just gave me some anesthesia because I'm like getting (laughs) tired like that sounds funny but for real can you imagine they're like oh yeah we're about to give you this anesthesia you're about to get so tired and then you go to sleep and you wake up and be so well rested or you feel like you knew more information when you woke up. You had inspiring ideas. It's like... It's like the same as taking a step back and coming back to something. Like, after you get worked up about it or something. hmm Yeah. It's just... It's rest included. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, You got to make a list of the things that you need to get done. And nobody ever puts rest on that list. It's like... Wash the dishes, go grocery shopping, um, go to my kids' recital, you know, do this assignment. But nobody's ever put that on the list like rest. I challenge like everybody when y'all do y'all to-do list or prioritize your tasks for the day or for the week. Like for real, think about that and include a time for rest. And now I mean you actually got to be taking a nap. Maybe you should just like... Just sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> right. Maybe you need to just watch some TV or just like, you know, enjoy an actual good meal for you or read a book or, you know, just whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Definitely take a shower. Showers be changing my life. I be feeling like a new person. For real. Let's talk a little bit more about like hard work and what that feels like to you, like on a daily basis. I'm going to be really honest. Working makes me anxious. Like, what I really want, I don't want to do anything. (laughs) I want my things, but I honestly don't want to have to work for it. I know I'm going to get to that point, but like, I feel like I should already be there. Like, I, f- I don't know. I try not to think about, think too much about what I've already done because then that kind of leads me to feeling like, what am I still doing it for? But hard work, well, working hard for me is staying on task. Like how you say you have the list. I don't always have a list, but I always know like 
what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. or what's next. So making sure that I do those things, Sorry. that's me working hard. Yeah. See, I feel like that's where it comes in that we like balance each other in so many ways that I talked about in different episodes. Like Cherry is one way in her ha- like her habits or her lifestyle, and I'm like the complete opposite. And we kind of need that to reflect on each other. Like you know, I could relax a little bit because girl, you taking it on too strong. And I feel like in your sense, it's like, I mean, I guess I could be doing something else. Or like when you get those moments where you're like, what should I do? You're like, (laughs) I'm like crazy, like for real crazy. Like y'all know that Nicki Minaj sound. She's like, that's like me all day. And when I'm not in that energy, I, I feel sad. I love it. I love working. Mm-hmm. I love being busy. Um, it's it stresses me out when I know I have work to do and I haven't even completed some of those things yet because I mean I really do love it. Like me working all day, like that's a dream to me, and it's even more of a dream now that I'm doing it for myself because it's not like I'm not building up somebody else's company. I'm not building up somebody else's brand. I'm just like doing me and I love it like I have my list and I'm like it makes me feel good when I'm accomplishing those things and one thing I did to like I guess take some of the stress away from me is instead of looking at this large big ass goal that I have it's like oh I want to be a psychologist and I want to have my own um, practice where I'm like doing psychology and Reiki healing and spiritual healing and yoga it's like, that's a overwhelming as fuck. And the only thing I have control over is this moment. So I'm going to just make really small goals that's going to lead me up to that big goal. Like right now I'm in school. I'm only in my first year. All I can do is focus on this one class. I can't think about what my practice is going to be like. Like it's okay to like dream. Mm-hmm. But to put that stress on yourself is like totally unnecessary. It's like just only really allowing yourself to think about or worry about what's in your control right now now if it's a bunch of shit you could be doing right now that's totally in your control and you're like oh nothing's working out for me i'm so stressed out it's like that's when accountability comes into place like okay maybe i could work a little bit harder or at least be intentional about the work that i'm putting in and that alone saves me so much energy when I set the intention like oh my goodness this is what I know I want to do and these three things is going to get me to that one place just setting that intention so if my intention is just to have my apartment clean this week so every day I'm gonna clean a different room in my house that's no stress of me saying, oh, my God, uh, I need to clean this whole house in one day. Now I'm, like, separating the tasks where I'm only in control of this one thing right now. All I'm worried about is the bathroom today. And then I can worry about mopping another day. So, you know, just setting the intention and following through, like, building that trust with yourself, but not stressing yourself out. I think we got this window open because it's, like... You know, yeah. my one nostril starting to run. <laughs> oh, we can close the window. It's okay. It's like actually really hot in here. Speaking of accountability, 
I just realized that I've been self-sabotaging. Is this come from our conversation yesterday? Um, yeah, but I was thinking about it like as I was having that interview, like as soon as I said what I said, I was like, why would you say that? And then I was, I thought back to me taking so long to send you the pictures. And then it's just like, am I doing this because I feel like, like, like I feel like I'm going to fail or because I think because I'm not where I feel like I should be that like, I'm just I don't know, doing shit to, like, prove that it's not working. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to link a, a video for my YouTube channel. It's literally called, like, Self-Sabotage. Mm-hmm. And I really had to reflect on this when we started dating. And we, like, I guess when I was deciding to really make my intentions clear, like, I was like, I really like you or, like, I want to be with you, you know? And... Because you love a nigga. Okay. (laughs) Anyways. So, I remember I was talking to my friend, Jarvay. Shout out to Jarvay. Shout out. And... Getting further and further away. (laughs) I'm literally not. <laughs> I just want to be close. Um, and we actually had an episode about this on our podcast, and he, like, called me out. He blew down on me, and he was like, even my sister, she has made comment on it in the past, and she was like, I'm not sure you actually want to be in a relationship. I think you just want to, like, have the things that come with being in a relationship, and it was just like... Um, I do want to have the things that come with being in a relationship, but I had to like look deeper inside to see why I was sabotaging myself. Like I would be like, I mean, I want to hang out with her, but like I just want to chill. Like I don't want nothing serious. I'm just trying to chill right now. That was like what I would say. <laughs> and, That's like the go-to. Like I'm just chilling. I'm just having fun. Yeah. It was like not even that I had a fear of commitment. It was the fear of getting hurt again because I had been in I guess a long-term relationship before we met and I just really wasn't in the space to be emotionally available available you know I was like Mm -hmm. whoo it was like girl like I don't think I can like do this because I just was so scared even now we have to like talk and communicate and stuff all the time like I have like abandonment issues for real if you guys can relate to that, then you know it's just like, you kind of just be waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's like, you know, instead of me waiting for some bad stuff to happen, I'm just going to sabotage myself and like go ahead and just accelerate the process because this person's going to leave me anyway. They're going to break my heart anyway. So I might as well just do it first. I mean, this is something we never talked about before, but I literally tried to break up with Cherry like six months ago. Like, I just was, like, going through my own personal stuff, and I was just, like, I don't want to make her be a part of this, you know what I'm saying? I just, 
I feel like if I just be honest about what's going on, then she's going to break up with me anyway. So let me just break up with her first and then I don't have to worry about it. And then I could just go on with my life being a sad, miserable bitch with nobody to support her because Damn. nobody <laughs> wants to support me anyways. That's like how you think. You like just yeah. waiting for some bad shit to happen. Yeah. So I think, you know, to bring that back to your, you know, current circumstances, it's like, because you feel like you haven't had that success yet, it's almost like you feel like you won't. So you're like, let me just prolong it because, I mean, I'm not going to be successful. And, I mean, I don't know if this is your reasoning behind it, but sometimes people just really feel like they don't deserve it outside of it just not being possible. So when we have those moments, we got to, like, really do that shadow work, like dig deeper inside of us and say, What's underneath this? Because that's just a symptom. Self-sabotage is just a symptom of whatever underlying trauma it is that you're like trying to fucking sweep under the rug and shit. And yeah, it's like accountability and self-awareness go hand in hand. Because unless you're like actually present with yourself in the moment to see what am I doing right now? Yeah. It's like you can't like actually assess that you are doing something to hurt yourself yeah so i'm already on the right path Woo! you know and you got to trust yourself i had a um a client the other day and he got a life path reading and the girl that i go to for readings my friend ro shout out to ro she uh told me one time you know like when you give readings to other people it's almost like you reading yourself like spirit sends those clients to you that you also need to hear that same message or they might be going something similar to you. And I told him like, you know, you're like really afraid to just be happy, like, or just to enjoy the moment. And I was like, you know, the other day I was meditating and I pictured not even myself, but my higher self was like on the beach. They was living it up on the beach. And current me is sitting here stressed out, worrying about shit that I literally don't have no control over. And I don't know when, because divine timing, but like, I'm about to be on a beach laid up somewhere, like just doing work for my phone on a beach. Yeah. And the easiest day to like, I mean, easiest way to have confirmation with yourself and trust yourself is thinking about your past self. And I told him, like, he had, like, long locks like yours. And I was like, I bet when you first locked your hair, they were so short. And you thought, I can't fucking wait until they long. I can't wait until this length, that length. And I was like, you don't even realize that right now you're living in a manifestation. I was like, I could tell from his energy he had been complaining about his living space, which is me as well, right? It's too small. I need something bigger. I want something bigger. Every day we talk about moving and looking at places and we've been wanting to look at places. But I remember three years ago when I was living with my parents and I fucking couldn't wait to get out of there. And here I am living in this manifestation, taking it for granted because I'm like so eager to get to this next stage of my life, not realizing there's something for me here. There's something I need to learn from this. And that's why I'm in this moment. And like to just chill out because it's going to come. I'm about to be on the beach laid up. My higher self is like chilling, doing great, amazing. And my past self is looking at me thinking the same exact thing. Like, wow, 
I can't believe you got over that heartbreak or wow, I can't believe you're living, you know, with your, by yourself, not in your parents no more. Wow, I can't believe you really went for your dreams and you're doing all this stuff, like even podcasting. I remember when I was dreaming that I could do a podcast, when I was trying to pander to all my friends, you want to start a podcast, you want to start a podcast, you want to start a podcast? <laughs> Even our own relationship, like, I remember when I dreamed for this, every day when I wake up next to you and you're just, like, here, supporting me, loving me, not needing or wanting anything from me, I wanted that for so long from a partner. I wanted somebody to just support me, to just be there for me. And I feel like when we find ourselves in that battle of are we working hard enough or overworking ourselves is just to bring ourselves into that present moment and say i'm like in a manifestation right now i literally ask for all of this stuff and just kind of finding that balance within gratitude like humbling yourself that you got time literally you're gonna get there but right now this is where you are this is what you're supposed to be enjoying and just finding the happiness in that, celebrating this moment because at one point you wanted it so bad. That was a word. <laughs> I know it was a word because when I was saying it to my client, he started crying. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's a big fact. Like, I really felt that one. I feel like I needed to hear that. I'm glad that I could help you. And I hope that Somebody else listening to the podcast right now was hearing this and thinking, God damn. <laughs> like, this was months ago, maybe like in January, I had this like crazy ass dream. It was like kind of scary because it really wasn't a dream. But like literally, I'm about to talk some crazy shit. So y'all stay with me. But like, <laughs> if it speak, sparks your interest, then the message is for you. So, like, literally, like, God themselves came to me, and it was, like, more than one God. It was, like, mm -hmm. many gods, because I'm not even going to go into it, because that's some whole Egyptian, Egyptian shit. Mm -hmm. But I was there, and it was in front of me, like, a panel. And I was thinking, they about to be telling me, you're doing so great. We love you. Keep doing it. You're almost there. And they was like, girl, you ungrateful. And I was like, me? <laughs> Gratitude is my everyday attitude? <laughs> Me? I was blow like you know, I was blue for at least two weeks and they were like telling me to cut all this stuff out of my life and I was like I need this to cope. If you want me to cut this stuff out, then you're gonna have to do some other stuff. And it was like I had to realize that I actually was being ungrateful for the reason that I just said, like not even realizing that I actually, they actually did give me everything that I wanted at one point. And now I'm just so thirsty to get to something else that I can't enjoy this right here. Yeah. So. I feel like that can also be what leads us to overworking. Like just not really appreciating what our hard work has already done. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, now that we at gratitude, do you want to say one thing that you're grateful for? I'm grateful to have people in my life that are aware that I can have conversations like this with. And it actually be a thoughtful, intentional, fulfilling, valuable. and valuable conversation. 
Yeah. What are you grateful for? I'm going to say I'm grateful for Max and Eva because although I talk to them all the time, like, it's so different being with them. And they don't even realize that I'm just learning so much things from them. Like, they teach me how to be more free, how to be myself authentically, to try new things, to just enjoy the moment. Like, if you're having a hard time being present, get around some fucking kids. It don't matter if you don't have no kids, like, even just on some not creepy shit, going to, like, a park or something and just watching kids just play freely. Be careful, though. Somebody might call the cops. I said not on some creepy shit. <laughs> like, take a book. Don't be weird about it. Like, don't just be watching the kids on some weird ass shit. But like, you know what I mean? Like, you might go to a park and it's like one of those parks where it's like meant for everybody. It's not just a playground. Like, I'm not saying yeah. just be chilling at the playground like a big ass weirdo taking pics and shit. Like, I'm calling the cops. You're making me uncomfortable. Um, but even just like, if you have friends and they have kids, like offering to watch them for a few hours because one... You know, your friends do be needing that support and shit, and you don't even realize it. But also, that experience, there's something in that for you, for you to realize, like, damn, these kids really just be living their best life, just truly enjoying the moment, like, curious. That's another thing. They're so curious. They ask so many questions. So, So many questions. (laughs) But, you know, sometimes they ask thought-provoking questions, and it's just like, hmm... Or questions that you'll be ready to answer. Like, oh my goodness, what do I say to this, you know? I feel like I'm there a lot. Like, I don't know how to word things yet mm-hmm. to answer some questions. And that's why I don't be saying nothing. Because it's like, well, you're right here. So let's let her answer. <laughs> but you know what? I think that's a message in itself that it teaches us that it's okay to not know the answer. It's okay to say, I don't know. It's okay to say, let me find out and get back with you. Because sometimes we penalize ourselves in our everyday lives. Like, I need to know this, I need to know this, or I should know this. And the wisest people know that they literally don't know shit. There's so much knowledge to be learned in about yourself even. So, you know, just uh, teaching the kid, like, oh, it's okay to say I don't know. Like, it's okay to not know the answer. And sometimes that's what I have to do. And because we're co-parenting, it's like some some conversations me and their dad need to talk about first before I'm just like giving them an answer because we haven't really discussed what it is we want to talk to tell our kids about certain stuff. And sometimes you don't have no choice but to jump in because it's like a corrective behavior moment or something like we was watching. um, What's that movie? Turning Red. Yeah. Oh my god, this movie is so good. Even if you were grown up, like watch this. Cause it is a really good movie. I I needed to see it. What'd you get out of it, girl? We can talk about that offline. <laughs> oh, you don't want to share with the podcast? I mean, let me let me think about whether or not I want to share that part. Oh, okay, think about it. Yeah. Well. You know, for me, it was just confirmation because I've always been that girl as far as I don't really care that much about what other people have to say around me, especially my friends, my families. Like, I just, I always been kind of in tune with myself, not even realizing that I'm just going to do whatever I want to do at the end of the day, 
which is some things that I still need to learn and, you know, correct with that behavior. But really the message was just to like be yourself, even if it's at the expense of your connections, whether it's your family and your friends, sometimes they not always go approve or even understand why it is you're doing something or why you have to be this version of yourself. And it was a cool movie, even though I feel like it was a little bit grown up in some parts, but it was definitely maybe they should have been a little older Mm -hmm. for that one but they had already seen it twice with their dad which is (laughs) was they even watching the movie i don't know but what happened was one part of the movie low-key spoiler she's like drawing these fantasy drawings of this boy that work at her convenience store. She's just like in La La Land. And her mom finds the notebook and she go on this rampage pretty much. And I had to talk to my kids about that because I wanted them to understand that it's a safe space for them to have privacy. That's the type of parent that I am because I knew what it felt like as a child to not have a safe space for that, for them to have things for themselves. That's not normal. As an adult, we're allowed to have privacy. Why wouldn't you teach your kids that that's okay? Because Mm -hmm. then they go into the world just sharing any and every fucking thing about themselves. Or they don't know how to have boundaries with other people. Because Mm -hmm. Because me, their parents, didn't allow them that safe space of privacy. And then Max said something to the effect of it was like a sexy drawing or something. And I was just like, sexy? Like, my (laughs) son's nine. Like, what's he talking about? (laughs) And um, I was like, what does that mean, Max, sexy? And he, like, didn't want to talk about it or whatever. I had to coax him a little. And he was like, oh, we could talk about it later. And when we talked about it later, he was just, like, talking about um, an anime. Because we watch a lot of anime, like, me and his dad. And one of his favorite shows is Naruto. So I guess Naruto shapeshifts into a woman sometimes so that he can like lure his opponents or trick them in some sense. And when he does that, the woman is naked, but she's got clouds covering her private areas. That's what Max told me, literally. Super inappropriate. (laughs) Very inappropriate. But that's how anime is. Like even I was telling you from the very first episode of Dragon Ball Z, the girl was like in the tub and like the little kid was like, she was like pervert. Like, and Max even said the word pervert. Like he's a perv. And I was like, what is a perv, Max? I always ask them questions back. Like, what does it mean to him? So that I could correct it or so we can have a conversation about it. Mm -hmm. But it's just like. I wasn't ready to have that conversation with Max, but I had to because he was already saying that. Yeah. And one thing about kids is they gonna say some shit that they don't know what it means at all. And which, somehow use it in the right context. Somehow, but still not know what it means. <laughs> that's so. so crazy. But still not know what it means. But that's because all the innuendo, even if they don't know what it means, they have a general idea of what it means because it's being displayed in front of them. Context clues. Exactly. So it was like the nakedness and the clouds and who knows, they probably was having pink bubbles around it because you know how anime is just very that. So, you know, that made me think about that. Like maybe he already been watching season on season on season of Naruto. So I can't tell him like, oh, no more of that. But now we have to have more of these conversations. So he's educated. 
Yeah. So he not just going around saying like, oh, that's sexy. Like, sexy what? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Talk to your kids. Listen to your kids. Pay attention to them. Because if you don't, they're just going to be out here saying shit, doing shit. And honestly, that's how a lot of adults operate now. Yeah. That I'm adult. And it's because they didn't have anybody in their life to talk to, to actually teach them anything because i mean when i was a kid nobody was paying attention to me for real so i know a lot of kid adults experience that you know yeah it's like i was one of those families where they'd be like go play like you don't know what them kids be doing when they going and playing yeah my barbies used to be humping and everything to my <laughs> go play like when my kids go play i'm very much with the door open listening to their conversations a little bit even when max is on a game and we had to have talks about that too so yeah yeah now we could close out the show but what do you what you got time for this week I'm going to be more intentional this time because I've been feeling all the feels. (laughs) So many things. Um, I've got time for peace. Oh, yes. Yes. You're saying you're being intentional with this, and I just want to elaborate, not to change your mind because you've already said it, you've already made your commitment for the week, but when you tell the universe, oh God, please bring peace into my life, what's going to happen is they're going to challenge you with situations where you have to create those boundaries or to facilitate that peace in your own life. It's an ongoing thing. It's never going to be just nothing to it just all of a sudden you having a peaceful week i should have said sleep (laughs) (laughs) and then you're gonna be like me i literally last week said oh i'm gonna make time for rest and when i tell you non-stop i have just my energy just like sit the hell down literally yeah i haven't yeah so it don't matter whatever you say is but it's great, though. It's a challenge for our personal growth and for us to be intentional about the things that we do want in our lives. Because, you know, once you do create that peace, then you don't have to worry about not having it anymore. Yeah. You know, I used to very much be that drama girl like me and my friends would be on the phone talking shit or blah, 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 or even with my family gossiping. And now that I cut that out of my life, nobody calls me to have those conversations. You know what I mean? I created that peace in my life because I didn't want to do it no more. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have time for? I've got time for hydration. Yeah. You tried to call me a cat, a capper. I mean... I think, first of all, the amount of ice I eat should count for something. That is not the same as drinking water. But it should count for something because I put the ice in water. But you don't really be there for the water. I used to be that girl. I used to be a water girl, but now it almost feels like an inconvenience for me sometimes to drink water. Like, that sounds crazy to you because you're like, go, 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 all around the goddamn place. But, like, it's not even that I'm drinking other things. I don't drink pop. 
I rarely ever drink pop. I might drink tea. Sometimes we might have some wine. So it's not like I'm just like out here just drinking all kind of shit and not water. It's just I don't be going that extra mile to hydrate. So this week I've got time for hydration, period. Okay. Drink that water, girl. I don't even know why you're saying this to me. Like, at least I'd be having a big cup. With more ice than water. <laughs> it melts down. Shout out to all the ice eaters because y'all know how I feel. Somebody point me to the best ice eater. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Period. Yeah. So, uh, y'all be blessed. Yeah. And let us know in the comments either what you're grateful for or what you're making time for. We want to hear about it. We want to be inspired by you as well. And we're sending you guys so much love, peace, and, you know, happiness in the moment. Yeah. And don't overwork. Yeah. Just work hard. (laughs) (laughs) Should we say something? I've got time, niggas.